0: Welcome to another episode
1: of King's Chat. King's Chat.
0: Yes, sir. We are back. We're going to the place where kings talk about the things that you need to hear. Today, we're going to uh, somewhat continue a conversation that we were having on our last episode. So the last time we talked about uh, the culture and how we came to be where we are as a people. And so uh, we got a request from one of our listeners.
2: Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Introduce, don't don't introduce,
0: go there yet. Introduce yourself. Look, I'm thinking everybody already know us, <laughs> <laughs> right? No, I'm Josh.
2: Uh, it's LT, Jarrett
0: and we are King Chat. Chat. Yeah, Chat. Yeah, so we're yeah. back. But what I was getting into, I got all excited because you know we got some I people it, yeah. that are starting to listen to you know what we're talking about. We
1: appreciate it. We appreciate it.
0: And so uh, if you're new here um, or you stumbled upon our podcast, go on ahead and hit that subscribe button. Uh, You can find us on all the major streaming platforms, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, so many places. Uh, But, yeah, look us up, King's Chat. We have an email address at King's Chat Podcast if you'd like to uh, send us an email. Uh, We're going to even have some merch coming soon. And
2: that's at Gmail.
0: At Gmail.com. Thank you, LT. Oh, man, man. I got
2: you.
0: We got each other's back. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And so last time we talked about culture, and we were talking about some of the some of the things that came out of culture uh, as it relates to, uh, hip hop and social media, all that sort of thing. And so, uh, one of our listeners, uh, Natalie, we'll just go by her first name. Natalie. Shout out Shout out to Natalie uh, mm-hmm. for <laughs> hitting me up on Facebook. I don't know how she, uh, how she found us, but I, I'm glad she did. Yeah. Um, but she asked a question and wanted us to go a little bit deeper into the conversation that we started last, last week. And, um, she asked us to talk a little bit more about uh, the role of a man in the household and um, how the black family came to be what it is and how it was broken up and changed and, and that sort of thing. And so uh, me and my brothers were going to talk about it today. And she uh, she also said that because so many people were misguided or men were misguided on uh, what it means to be a man and and what your role is, that a lot of women are lost and don't understand what a man's role is today. And so let's get in here.
2: Hmm.
1: You know, that's an interesting question. I apologize, y'all. I got a little bit of a, a cold today. So uh, sorry if I'm sounding like Houser. Um, but Houser. Uh, <laughs> but, 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 but I think it's interesting for us to kind of go back and talk about the role of a man in the household to what it's traditionally been to what it's morphed to now. Because I think what we have to understand, too, is that roles and systems change over time, right? You know, we can talk about the economy, you know, how the economy of the U- United States went from an agricultural economy. Now it's an e- e-commerce economy. It was manufacturing, but now it's starting to transition. So things begin to transition over the course of time. And oftentimes that when that paradigm shifts, we find ourselves uh, struggling to keep up as definitions become uh but more ambiguous, right? I mean think about it, right? We, we we even if we look at gender roles, right? You know, back in the day there was two binaries, a male and a female, but now you've got L B G T Q plus plus, um uh, all this other stuff. As things right. begin to change, it becomes a little bit more ambiguous. So if you go back in history and we look about marriage in a household, right? Let, 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 let's look at pre-World War II, right? Let, let, let's go pre 1945, right? pre-1945 if you look at the, the statistical data women were not in the workforce in any way shape or form as much as they are today right right so the males in the household one of their main jobs that they had to do was to provide right i mean because they were the ones who were working right yeah the majority of women were homemakers they were they were housekeepers as far as making the home taking care of the kids uh, oftentimes well, by, there was a lot of uh agricultural families back in the day, right? Matter of fact, you want to know why schools get out at the times they do is because the kids need to be in the field helping with the field hands, right? That, that's just kind of how it works. Right, so before
0: the sun went down.
1: It, it, before the sun went down. So a lot of times you have that historical look as the man is being the provider. The man is being the main breadwinner and then that then comes with a patriarchal leadership role, right? right. Well, let's see what happened during World War II, right? During World War II, All the men went off to war, right? Went off to war to draft, right? After that, the women had to jump in to the workforce – to produce things that they need for the war, like nylon, for instance. Like matter of fact, here in Evansville, um, uh, they had rations on nylon and leather, right, because we had production facilities. If you look at the World War II uh, Production Act that was made, uh, a lot of companies such as, like, Ford and GM that used to produce cars were flipped in order to produce war materials, right, and they had to put people to staff those lines, and the men weren't there, so the women jumped in the workforce. Yeah. After World War II, all the men come back home, and now they're finding out, hey, You know, my missus was handling things while I was gone. She was working. She was making income. She was making bread, right? So now we've got this situation where now a woman and a man both are in a situation where they're both providing income. Those roles have become skewed and ambiguous, right? And now fast forward to today where African-American women... Are now the highest demographic of enrolled in colleges and four year universities. they're the most educated in the the entire United States. Shout out to all my black women out there who are currently getting their degrees. And what you see is is that with those degree pass, those incomes begin to go up, right? Right. Almost, or so you would think, or so you would think, right? but almost to the point where now we're at a situation where okay, so what is the role of the man now? Is it just to provide? Because women are doing that now. Yeah. Um. So, so what is the role of a man now in the household compared to a woman, right? Because those things have changed since our society well, has changed.
2: And, and,
0: you know, some of the things that have changed also have to do with the price of things. Like so uh, housing costs a lot more than what it used to cost. You know, you can go to the grocery store and food costs a lot more than what it used to cost. And so you got those factors, too. So now it's almost like you have to have. It takes two, right? You, you have, have to have, have two incomes. Or right? somebody has to have a phenomenal income.
1: Yeah. No, I get you. So, so so the days now where the man could just come home and say, hey, you know, what I put on this table, you're going to cook and you're going to eat, you're going to be happy about it, right? Those <laughs> days now oh, God. Where, where the woman can say, hey. <laughs> I bring home the bacon today. You know, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm So and you go cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go cook. So now how does that change the, the how does that change the dynamic? But I think here's where the conversation has to start. Men historically have been viewed as that, but I don't think that your role and your function are two different things. Absolutely. I, I, I believe your role and your function are two the function of a man back prior to nineteen forty five was breadwinner. Make the but money. the role had always been husband and father. Yes. Right. And regardless of however much a man makes, husband and father, father stays constant. Right? That's right. And that's what we still have today. We still have to have husband and father. But the problem that we have is, and we went to last time, when it came to you know, after nineteen sixty five and the Civil Rights Act, and you know, now the Fourteenth Amendment is in is, is in play and now the government's saying, Hey, you can either choose this assistance or choose a man, you can't choose both, right? Right. And and, and a lot of a lot, of, a lot of women chose the assistance, right? A lot of women yeah. chose that, right? So now you've ejected the man out of the household, and now we're starting to see that it's just not the paycheck that was the problem. Now it's the influence on the children, because children who were raised without a father, regardless if he was making money or not, children who were raised without a father, statistically speaking, are more likely to fail than to succeed.
0: Yeah, and they say for African Americans, it's somewhere like 70% of
1: households,
0: uh, do not have a male, male. in the household. Exactly, it, yeah. it,
1: especially it's especially bad on young boys. Yeah, on, on young African American men that don't have a father in the household. And, and look, don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not throwing dirt on Granddaddy. I'm not throwing dirt on Uncle. I'm not throwing dirt on your pastor. I'm not throwing dirt on, on 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 the black policeman that that wants to be a good male role model. But there's a difference between that and having a strong man in the household.
0: Exactly, because like being being a child's father. Like there's certain things that you're allowed to do or expected to do that those other individuals just can't. Mm. And if you're talking about granddaddy, like granddaddy sometimes too old to get out here and chase and find where you at, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. his knees hurt, that sort of thing. And so, you know, there's all sorts of different factors for those other individuals that could be good male role models or um, step into that role to where they're supposed to guide a, a young, young man. There's some things that they can't do. There's limits. But as a father, it's like, I created you. Mm. And so because of that, I have these rights and responsibilities to you. So, and hopefully you've had children at the, you know, at an age where you can go track them down if you got (laughs) to. Shoot, my, I know my grandma, she pull up. She wouldn't get out of the car, but she cussed from the curb. <laughs> if I was at a party and I was supposed to be home, I'd be like, your grandma's outside. Right. And so there's, but as a man, there's the responsibility is different. Like when it's your child.
2: I, I agree. And I agree with what you guys are both saying. And I, I'm going to take it, you know, to a spiritual sense, not not to a religious sense, but um, I, I think there are some divine properties, you know, within the feminality of a woman and the masculine masculinity of a man and, you know, um, that's not to say, you know, whatever you choose to do with your life, um, I have no opinion on because it's not my life. right um, You know, if it starts to affect me, then, yeah, I do have my opinion on. But, you know, this isn't a bash against anything that you choose to do, whether you choose to call yourself something different, whether you, you have a different sexual orientation or, or whatever, what have you um, be happy. I, I, I love you. Right. Right. Um, my, my thing is, is that I do believe in, in, in divine energies and there is a masculinity and there's a feminine energy, and I think you know, in a in a, a traditional family cohort, you know, um, they both play their part, and and I think when you take the focus off of you know those two energies, um, making the child and giving the child the best life possible based off that unit that you decide to come in, in, in conjunction with, and you start to allow outside influences like um, you know money. And, you know, prestige or position uh, influence who you are with. I I think, you know, that that imbalances out, you know, that imbalances out that family unit. Right. And and not to get too deep, you know, with you all on that specific topic. But, Jerry, you had mentioned, you know, with we do know the evidence of the lack of the father inside the household. Right. And, you know, I I love my mom, strong, beautiful black woman. Right. Um, But I'm not going to be I'm not the man that I am if it just was my mom. Right. I needed my father. Right. And, and, and you know, one of the things that that hurt me, you know, uh, on Mother's Day um, or on Father's Day, rather, is when the shout out, we all hear it, you know, with shout out to the mothers being fathers on Father's Day. And it hurts me for two reasons. It hurts me. Number one is that that we have to say that. Right. It hurts me. Number one, that we have to say that. And then it hurts me. Number two is that's not the full story. That's right. not the full story. And, um, you know, a little caveat to what I'm trying to say here is, I, you know, most of the men that I know want to be fathers. Right. And you and you might say, well, well, lieutenant you're in a different demographic of people. But I have friends from all demographics and all walks of life. And, and, and I have some friends, you know, who aren't on the straight and narrow and they want to be a father. They they want to be a father to their kid. Do are they the best at it? Do they know about going how to go about doing it? You know, but they want to be a father. They may not be with their their significant other, but they're trying to be in their life. You know, and that's another you know podcast topic that we can have. You know about you know women keeping men away from their children. But there's a lot of black men out there that want to be fathers, whether they have the opportunity to is a different question. Right? right. And I think the narrative we have out there is that oh, well, they, they don't want to be dads or they're not good dads or, or, you know, all this type of stuff. But, you know, it, it you know, for, for the individuals who know in which I, I'm fortunate enough not to experience, but I do have people in my life and in my family, my friends that they do experience women keeping their kids away from them. They, you see the pain in those guys eyes. That, that's that's huge. You know what I mean? And it's maybe they don't have everything together, but they do love their children. Right. And, and right. it has to be some level of maturity on both sides to say, OK, you know, well, you know, things may not be cool between us, but we, we have to be able to get to the child. But, you know, to, to, to step off that topic a little bit and get back to where I was talking about, you know, the divine energies of, of that space. I think, you know, where we've gotten to now is that we think that the role of the man has changed and it really hasn't. And you made a great point about that, Jared. The role of the man is to be the husband and the father. Right, providing was just you know something that that the uh, would you would you say the word the the uh, function the function right the right. function right yeah. you know a, a woman can be a provider right I, that, that could be the function but the the unit needs both of them Great. right it needs both of them in the household raising the child and right. and I think you know within inside of the history that we know within our culture of what they've done is that the the people have put black men in this particular space that you know we're not wanted by anybody we're not wanted by you know our our women because of you know the things that you know we we have as a society that we value right well you ain't got a good job or you ain't doing this well how does that how does that affect you as a man well you see that now,
1: right. now you start to get into some scary territory there Lawrence that's that like yeah. Kevin Samuels well because if, if you think about it because if you if you, if you look at it, just to Lawrence's point there's a lot of men who say hey I want to be in my child's life but the the woman thinks that I'm not good enough. Either a I don't have a good a, a big job, or, or or b I don't have my stuff together. But 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 instead of putting a man down, if you want him to become better, you gotta build him up at some point in time, right? I mean, well, let,
2: let's do this. Let's do this well, for well, our listeners. Well, hold on, Josh. Let's Before give you, us some tangibles. Hold, hold, hold like, on, Josh. Before you say that, I, I want to say this. You know, I, I don't want this to be a, a, a bashing against black women. My mother is black. My my sister is black. I have beautiful black women in, in my family. Um, I, this is not a bashing against black women because black women are, are the most beautiful women on this earth, and they're they're highly educated, highly intelligent, and maneuvering around in a system that that is unjust, just like we are. Right, we're just trying right. to do our, our very best. Uh, well, what, I, what I'm uh, just stating is, is that since we live in a, in a type of economy or type of system and where we really value in what we do for a living or we really value on how much money that you make. And you guys know this. You go places. First thing they ask you, is, what do you do for a living? Right. You know, Bob, so sure. they can, you know, do, determine how they're going to treat you, determine how they're going to treat you, determine how much money you make or, or where do you live? You know, all those types of things. We right. live in that society. So all that is put on it. And I can understand how, you know, just in that Kevin Samuels approach that you're talking about. Why would you want something lower than you? Right. Yeah. And, and, I, and I get it just as we talk about, you know, uplifting each other. And as friend sets, you don't want to be the smartest person in the room. You want to have somebody on your level. I get all that. But at some point in time, we just can't base people being off your level by what they well, produce sure. in this economy. Exactly. exactly.
1: <laughs> and, 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 I, and I agree with that. And I guess that was the point I was transitioning to, which is there's more intrinsic value in a man than just his paycheck right the, 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 there's there's more. and that's what I was getting at, so yeah. what are
0: those things right, like specifically as a man, what do you bring to the table that is needed right for for a family, like what do you contribute to a woman, what do you contribute to children as a man, and so I want us to let's let's go ahead and talk about that so that our listeners will have some actual tangible things to say, okay, this is what a man is supposed to do right, and like I'll go first. And my family, I feel like it is my responsibility as the man to make sure that the direction that my family is going is positive. Right. That we have a direction where I'm leading my family uh, to uh, to God or I'm leading my family to uh, information that's beneficial. So I can say, hey, son, you know, I see this in you. You have this skill set. Let me help to uh, to to guide that. Let me help you to figure out what you can do with that in life, right? For my wife, it's to be uh, loving and supportive to her vision uh, that she has for herself and that we're on the same page where, where our children are supposed to be guided to, right? We're supposed to be a team in doing that and also support to one another. And so right off, I think that the leadership of a man making sure that the family's agenda is pushed I think right off the bat, first and foremost, is a responsibility
1: of a a man. Absolutely. yeah, I I would definitely agree with that. You know, I guess to that point, I would also say that, you know, the other responsibility of a man, you know, from the standpoint of even just – the background of the word husband, which is, you know, just comes from a Greek word of the band around the house to hold the house together, right? I mean, yeah. you, you, your job, uh, you know, or my job, you know, as a, as a man and a, and a father is to make sure that my family's goals are met, right? Yep. By whatever means are necessary. And, and, and the way that I do that is through encouragement, right? Encouraging mm-hmm. my wife to be the best woman that she can be, right? Encouraging my son to be the best, you know, man that he can be, right? And then living that by example. I mean, I think one of the hard parts that we talk about all the time is a lot of these young men don't know what a man is because they haven't been around a, a positive male influence or a right. father to really know what that is, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So being present is a big deal, right? I it mean, is. being there is a big deal, and then living that living that example is a big deal as well. I mean, because there are some things that a woman just can't teach a young boy about being a man. He's got to mm-hmm. learn that from his father, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and and the fathers have to be willing to teach that and be active and engaged in order to have that uh, relationship. So that's why I think, I mean, that, that's tangible to me what's tangible to me is all right i am going to not only be present right but i'm also going to start living in, in this situation an example right. for my wife for my kids for the community to see that this household the band around this house is strong and if you want to try to wreck this thing you got to come through me first you, you, you see what i'm saying so right. i, I hear security mm-hmm. yeah
2: absolutely yeah, yeah. No, i know I'm, I'm a firm believer and protection. Right. You know, we, we talked. I, I know. I, I, first and foremost, I agree with what you guys are saying. And, and you know, I, I hate to even, you know, use this word, especially from a different organization. You know, I like to keep things separate and, and let people stand on their own. But, you know, it, it's it's a form of servant leadership. Right. You yep. know, it, you, you have to serve your family in order for them to believe that you can lead them. You know, Absolutely. and um, I, 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 with, with serving them, I, I do believe in protecting my family, right? Um, yeah. I, I believe in physically protecting my family. Absolutely. A- inside of my household, my wife should feel safe. You know, um, when she's out and about with me, she should feel safe. You know, my children should feel safe. You know, the the places that I send my children that I'm not there, they should feel safe. I should always be aware of of what's going on. Right. One thing my father always told me is, is know where your exits are. You know, uh, know, know where your exits are, you know, know who's coming in and, and, and out of the door, know where you're going, you know, you be aware of your surroundings. Right. And, and you know, uh, one thing that I, I, I try to explain, you know, uh, to my wife and, and, and you know, I'm, I'm I'm real about mine, full disclosure, I, I'm in a, in a racial marriage. So one thing that my wife is understanding by being with a black male is, is that, you know, when you you're a part of this population, you're a little more targeted. And then other things, you know, even with little small things, you know, people think they can break in your car. People think that they can mess with you. People think they can, you know, knock over your mailbox. People think they can say, you know, so I, I'm always trying to get, you know, her to realize that you have to be aware at a higher clip than what you had to be if you weren't with me. Right. Right. Because there may be something that you need to look out for. Right. So protection is huge for me. And then another thing is that letting their voices be heard right there there's there within side of, of of just pavlov's you know hierarchy of needs is, is being listened to right so you know I, having the the ability to sit there and sit down you know with my 3 year old and let her talk to me yeah. Let, let her talk to me and let her voice be heard to daddy right Not And we know there's a, a, a maternal energy that the mother has and they go and, you know, whine to mommy and they want mommy to cut. But I want her to know that daddy hears or along with my right. two sons. They're very different. And, they're they, you know, I want to make sure that they both get their time and they hear from me and they feel like I am there for them and not I, I don't. One thing that I do not want, and and I'm going to set you guys up here to talk about this. One thing that I do not want is I don't want them to be afraid of me uh, from spanking. Right. Right. And, you know, I, I grew up with Spanky, right? I, I my dad is my best friend, right? I, but I could tell you guys, I wheeze against Spankings on the regular, at least once a Sunday for falling asleep at church, right? So <laughs> I, I, I did not want to be the spanking dad. And, and there, and, and after I let my, my, my boys talk, there, there's some reasons why I don't want to be the spanking dad. Yeah. Not any disrespect to my father or, the, or, or his father or the people that came between, because I'm a firm believer that discipline is key. Discipline yeah. is, is something that you have to have as a father, and and, and and some things that I talk about with my sons is that hey, I am your father, right? Yeah. We got a we got long time to be friends. I'm gonna know you as an adult longer than I ever knew you as a kid, but I want to make sure that the adult that I know is somebody that I, I want to hang around with, somebody yeah. that I want to be in my circle, somebody that I, I can say that's a good man, right?
0: Look, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw something out there. I heard a buddy of mine he said this this week. Uh, We were talking about discipleship and that responsibility. So that is really uh, similar to the responsibility of a father. And he said that you have to be fat. He said you have to be faithful, accessible, and transparent. And as a father, you have to be faithful to your family when they need you, that you're there. You have to be accessible. So like you said, when your daughter wants to talk to you, that you have time to sit and listen. Uh And they can access you and the information that – and the guidance and the knowledge that you have, and you have to be transparent, where you can say, "Hey, you know what? maybe I didn't do that the best, yeah, maybe I could have done better in that area you know uh and being transparent uh, to let them know that you're not perfect
1: we're all still learning this. I mean, I mean, none of us have been here before, so right? we're all still learning it and, you know and that that brings up another good point too, that you were just talking about, which is you know uh being faithful because I think that your family respects you. When they see you're committed to them, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. I think if, if if that commitment isn't there, or if they can't see it, or if it's not tangible to them, I think that's whatever a lot of that a lot of that 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 conflict comes into play. And let, let's be honest, right? I mean, you know, faithful or commitment comes in a lot of different ways, right? Your time, yep. talent, and your treasure, right? That's Right? I mean, so it's it's one of those things where you know, if you're not spending time at home, it's hard for them to see that you're committed to them. If you spend all your money on other stuff besides your family, it's hard to see that Mm -hmm. you're committed Mm -hmm. to them, right? I mean, and and some of these things are things that we got to acknowledge, right? And that's transparency as well, right? Mm -hmm. Transparency is saying, okay, hey. I understand that you need to see this out of me in order for you to treat me like the man that I want to be treated as. Mm-hmm. I have to be the man for you, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and for you and my family that deserves that kind of treatment. Cause I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I think there's a lot of guys out here sometimes that think, and I was this way too. Whenever I first started my family, you walk in the door, you expect, you know, the kids to be singing balance to you and the wife to be like, you know, dancing around saying, Oh, honey's home, you know, all that <laughs> stuff, right? Uh-huh. But at the same time, you gotta also realize you, you gotta be on your spot too. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like they'll respect you as a man if you handle your business, if, if, if we do the things that we talked about, right? right? But there's also that point of we're all still growing in that, right? Mm. I'm still growing into being the father and the husband that I want to be. My wife is still growing to be the mother and the wife that she wants to be. And we've got to learn that from one another. And transparency is – you know, if there's a problem, if I feel as if I'm not valued enough, I need to have that conversation, and yep. we have to be able to have that with one another without there being a whole bunch of insults or "You ain't yeah. this" and "Your daddy went this" right. and "You ain't no real man." It's kind of like well, "Yo know yeah, you know broke, you know <laughs> broke," you know what? "Yo It's kind of <laughs> like "Whoa, whoa, whoa." We have to encourage one another and be transparent with yeah. one another and try to figure out how can we grow together. Because if we and I are fighting one another, who suffers? Right, the, 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 yeah. the child suffers. The and, household suffers. And that
0: that extends even beyond like. Let's say you're not with uh, your child's mother or father, right? That sort of respect and communication still needs to be there yeah, for true. the sake of that child, right? That's true. That's true. You still have to be able to work together, be like, okay, how are we going to get these school clothes together? Yeah. For, or how are we going to work this out with him getting or her getting from uh, practice to yeah. where they need yeah. to be? All of that still has to be communicated. And I think in a situation like that, it has to be even more because if you have a significant other, if you're married, and you got a baby mama, baby daddy on the side, like you really have to have yeah. that stuff tight so that everybody knows what their role is. Yeah. You
2: do. And, and, and Jerry, you hit a good point, man. I, I think, you know, um, I'll say it like this, right? I'll use our name. In order to be treated like a king, you got to be a king. There
1: you go. That's right. Right? You know, right.
2: And, 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 you know, there... Uh, we got to hold ourselves accountable as a man. And, and, you know, I, I, I've been with my wife, you know, for a long time as well. And, and I thought, you know, I walk in the door and I'm like, you know, this is my house, right? This is, I'm the provider, you know, what what are you, everybody should be bowing down, you know, daddy's here. I should have like a a procession. right I think of uh, coming to America. I need rose petals, you know, coming, but in in reality, you know, what you can focus on and what you can control is yourself. Right. So you have to show that. And I think a big thing about, you know, getting that confidence of your family, as you talked about, you know, being a president, Josh, and spending time and listening, you talked about yeah. deserving it, Jared, is also admitting to when you're wrong, yeah. right? You know, um, any good leader, right, within inside of a family unit, outside of a family unit, business, uh, you know, uh, uh, country leadership, you know, political leadership, everybody likes to know that that leader has transparency and gall enough to sit here and say, okay, you know what? I made a mistake on this one or, you know, and, and I try to really do that with my sons. Hey, you know what? Daddy shouldn't have yelled at you, you know, um, you know, that da- da- daddy shouldn't have said that That da- daddy is just like you. And sometimes my feelings get hurt. Sometimes I get angry and I have these reactions that I can't control as well. Right. And and I think, you know, I. Um, also, one big thing that that you know what what uh, and I'm assuming and forgive me is Brittany right who who reached out to us on Natalie 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 forgive me Natalie um, and forgive me if I if I'm, I'm misconstruing what you're saying but I, I I know you know just from having conversation um, a, a lot of women feel that there's no masculine male type out there anymore right. And there is a, a, lack in masculinity with inside of our community specifically. And I'm not talking about because your sexual orientation, right? You can, you, you can be, you know, homosexual, transsexual, whatever, and still have masculinity. There's a lot of women who have masculinity. There's a lot of women who have masculinity, right? (laughs) I'm not talking about your sexual orientation. I'm talking about the masculinity energy that allows you to do the things that you need to do as that male counterpart in whatever relationship that you are in, in that family unit. Right. And, and, you know, a lot of women feel as if, you know, their men aren't stepping up to the plate. And, and I think, you know, what you have to do as a father is you have to instill that style of energy of saying, you know, um, you know, I, as our president tried to say this week, you know, the buck stop here. Buck stops here with me. As you talked about with the band around your home, Jared. You, we talked about protection, Josh. The, that 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 masculinity of saying, okay, you know what, guys, we're going through a storm, right? Mommy, who who who's a breadwinner, may have just lost her a couple hundred thousand dollar job, right? But I'm telling you, as a father. Everything is going to be all right. right? going to be all right. All right. We're going to be all right. And, and I, that's what women are looking for. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think we have to raise our young men to be that steadfastness of saying we are going to be OK. Right. We got yeah. big shoulders. Lean on it.
1: Yeah, you know, and the other thing, too, I guess, is a caveat to that is instilling that in the young men early. Right. Because some of the choices that they make can affect them in the future. And if they aren't doing that early on, they can, it, it can really cut their legs off in regards to how they'll be able to perform in the future. Right. I mean, like, it, it, we, we, we can talk about. The government's role in removing the African American male from the home, right? Uh, we 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 could we could talk about like you know the war on drugs and how they're putting African American males in jail at, a, at an unprecedented rate over nonviolent offenses, but it's up to the father to tell his son to stay away from that, right? I mean, it, it's up to the parents to be like, hey. You can make a, a small mistake now that will affect you terribly 20-30 years in the future, right? right. And, and it's important for us, especially as, as African American males, to start raising right. that next generation to, to, to that to that point to be that that stopgap and says, "Hey, whatever right. happened before me, or or whatever the situa- was, situation was with our culture before us, it stops, it stops here, now, right?" And and it takes it takes a man to do that. And so, like when you see.
0: Uh, other, maybe it's other men who are operating contrary to that as a man, like men respect one another typically because there's always this low level threat of violence, (laughs) right there's this low level threat of violence you gotta be be aware. and so like when we we enter into rooms and we see a room full of men it's like we uh, unconsciously just start to rank people it's like, yeah I can whoop him, I might have to do something (laughs) extra for this one, right and so When, when you have uh, individuals or parties who are saying opposite of what we believe as men, and we go to them and we say, look, this might be cool for you, but this is not for my child. Yeah. It, it, it hits different mm-hmm. when it comes from a man versus a woman saying, okay, this is not for my child. Because mm-hmm. if, it, if it's a woman telling that to a, a man— like he's like, oh, she can't, she can't do nothing to me. Yeah, yeah, but if it comes from another man, you're like, okay, there's that low level threat of violence. He <laughs> might not be the biggest guy, but it he might be willing me, to do something.
2: It may make my day bad, right? right. It
0: may a bad day. And well, so, more often than not, people were like, okay, you know what? Yeah, he can't, he can't be with us, so she can't. I'm not gonna treat her this
1: way. What? That's that jo- that what, book of Joshua where it's like a as for me in my house, right? Yeah, I mean, you know yeah, that?
0: yeah, so this is what's going on. As for me and my house, yeah. we're going to serve the Lord. And so as for me and my house, we're not doing this. We're going to do this or we're, or we're going to participate in this, not that.
1: And so that's what it is. And I think most women would appreciate that. I think most women don't want to do all of it. They don't want to be both sides. They don't. They, yeah, they, no. they, they would rather have somebody there that they could depend. You know what What they say is what? Weight is made for shoulders, not hips. Right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, <laughs> like, it, it, <laughs> like they would rather have someone there they could defer to in situations like that to help with those things. You know? Absolutely. And so um, just in summation,
0: some of the things we talked about today. So a man should be a leader a man should provide security he should be faithful accessible transparent he should be present any other things fellas uh, just to make sure that we drive the point home to our listeners and specifically to our our, our friend Natalie <laughs> <laughs> go ahead
2: Jared.
1: no I, I i think that wraps it up man i and i think that the last thing i would say is a man has to be sincere i mean he has like to be, that. he has to like be sincere that. what he's doing cuz i think that is acknowledged by your family, by the community. And I think you'll never truly commit to something if you're not sincere about it. Nice.
2: I just got something to say out there to my my fellow brothers. Um, ye are gods, right? That's a little G. Ye are gods. No one's coming. No one, No. no organization, no political party. Let's do it. Let's do it. We, can, we we got the tools. We got the capacity. We got the knowledge. We got everything that we need to save ourselves. I love y'all.
0: That's what I'm talking about. That's King's Chat. King's Chat. So if you're still listening, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Uh, follow us. Look for us. We're coming to YouTube. Uh, we're on every uh, major streaming platform. Like I said earlier, we're on Spotify. We're on Breaker. We're on uh, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. Uh, Google Podcasts, all of that. And so uh, tune back in with us the next time. But until then, this has been King's Chat. We love you. Come back, listen, be with us.
2: Subscribe. Yeah, subscribe.
0: Thank
1: you.
2: Peace out. Hit that beat.